Hello, good evening, good night, podcast fans. It is Do You Expect to Talk commentary time. And after we finished our very long run of Marvel, which is about as long as our our original Bond series, um, we are reaching our final commentary. And it is my choice. Uh, I should introduce everyone. Uh, I am uh, Chris, uh, Trunks on Twitter. And uh, joining me is uh, Mr. David Bond. Good evening, folks. And uh, Miss Rebecca Ratchews. Hello. And uh, yeah, so um, yes, yeah, as I said, this is my choice. And uh, as I, as we announced on our end game, it is Black Panther. As great as this film is, Yay. though, following End Game with anything Marvel that isn't ranking now feels a bit anticlimactic this, well, is, this, is, gonna go. this, is, this is like you've just finished watching the Champions League final and then you've stuck on a video of your favourite pre, ever pre-season friendly the real annoying thing is though and I, and I kind of thought this before seeing Endgame was thought and ideally Endgame would be my choice of commentary just, 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 not even on the fact that it's Endgame it's the final Final one or the latest one. Mm. It's just I just had a feeling that even as a film itself, it'll be just be great as a commentary. Um, yeah. And I kind of. And it and would I be, can... and it would be our longest show ever if we did it. By the time you top and tail it with well, much more hours, than LA. Yeah. So um, I think we have to commit to doing an endgame commentary one day, but it won't be in this series. It will be when we revisit Marvel at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we already got Spider-Man coming up, which I actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I'm actually really. It does now. They yeah, can, I can't wait for that one. It, it does now. They can show the full trailer. Yeah. Uh, they only showed a yeah. teaser before, and I didn't. Think, I thought it looked fairly weak, but obviously they've now been able to show more. Albeit, it will still have a ton of misdirection in it because that's the way Marvel do these things. But yeah, it looks pretty good now. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, obviously, yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Obviously, obviously they're doing. Obviously, they announced their their new slate now, haven't they? They got Doctor Strange coming up. Obviously, they got got the usual ones. Got Black Widow coming up as well. Um, yeah. We'll find out whether that's actually well, that's cool. We will get the full slate. I mean, you can guess it actually. I mean, if you guess all the, if you look at all the Disney slots, um, for the up uh, for the next few years, you can actually start putting films next to them. Really, uh, not necessarily in what order, but we know we got Black Widow. We know, and it won't be one of the Disney films because they don't distribute, but there'll be a third Spider-Man film without question. Um, there'll be... Uh, uh, what's he called? Uh, the, the Chinese martial artist whose name's completely just escaped me. There'll be a Guardians 3. There'll be a Doctor Strange 2. Um, and, and loads more that I'm struggling to remember now. But I was Black Panther the, 2. Black Panther 2, of course. Yeah, when I was trying to think of it the other day, I was able to... No, that... I, I think I, I, there was one slot I wasn't be I wasn't able to like fill if you like, mm. but then you think well they like their trilogies and we haven't there might be a third Ant Man film I guess. Yeah. So that's a possibility in terms of our running order. We um, from the perspective of listeners you, you haven't and won't miss a show at least not anytime soon because we've just done our forward schedule. But one of our number is about to go on holiday, literally, and, and another of our number has been unavailable for the last week and a half. So just personal, Shopping, just, the star. just life getting it. I'm not blaming anyone. All I'm going to say to listeners is neither of those people were me. But, um, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, Dave, you're unavailable and you're going on holiday. Yeah, I'm neither. I've been neither unavailable nor am I going anywhere. Um, <laughs> but so you won't miss an episode. But we we had like, really, everybody. We had buffer episodes. We we, we pre-recorded Captain Marvel and everything else. So we're now in a position where we've lost that buffer and we're trying to like do things we can record quickly. Well, tonight is a commentary. The next episode was going to be Music of Marvel. We've postponed it. We do not have time to prep that episode and keep our schedule. Um, and we had So we had a word with Charlie earlier tonight and we've actually pushed that back. But he has recommitted to joining us for the Terminator later in the year. Um, I thought he'd be like upset because he'd done a load of work for it or something, and I think I think he was quite relieved actually. <laughs> like he probably hasn't had enough time to be honest either, and we don't. So we've only got the two Marvel episodes now tonight and the rankings, which is the next episode, followed by a James Bond commentary, which is some something else we can knock out fairly quickly. Um, and by mid June, we'll be making in terms of from perspective of release, we'll be making a start on Mission Impossible. So that's our forward schedule. <laughs> all good times all good times so um yeah so why don't we just crack on with it shall we we really ought to so, crack on because this is a long film and we we've, yeah yeah we're, we're starting fairly late as well so we're gonna get yeah, on with this so um time. so i don't know about everyone else i'm watching on netflix so I'll that's me i've got <laughs> yeah you you've yeah you've got a vpn the thing is i tried a vpn it worked great then I flipped out of the VPN to, to use, like, the iPlayer or something. And when I tried to go back into Netflix, they were like, you're using a VPN. But, oh, okay. So yeah, sometimes they can get wise to it. Well, I think it was the fact I signed in from California and Cornwall within about four minutes. <laughs> that, that might have been my flaw. Right. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, I've got a rip, so I'll just start. Well, I'll start roughly when you do. Great. So, like, uh, so, so, yeah. So, like, you know, like two thirds of us are actually watching this illegally. Well, yeah. ish. Ish. You're sort of paying for something. Neither of you two aren't. Not me, basically. I'm doing it legal with, <laughs> doing it legally with a physical copy. So, <laughs> all right. So, this is on the count of three. A, um... On the count of three. Okay. One, I'm ready. Two and three. My body is ready. And away we go. It's quite an, quite an, um, at first, well, at first one of us play, I thought, is it playing? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, the, no <laughs> it was dark. Like dark for a while, <laughs> wasn't it? I thought that, and I'm on a rip as well, so I was a bit like, what's going on here? So here we are with the ecological disaster in not Ghana. <laughs> Was it not Ghana? I forget where I... I looked at a map of Africa and thought, right, mm. that is roughly where that country is, and I forget which one it was now. Yeah, yeah, sort of think where it is, so... Yeah, yeah wouldn't that just destroy everything, though? Um, that asteroid? No, it turns you into, like, a superhero. <laughs> okay. I mean, dinosaurs probably died of something else, and before they died, okay. they probably had their own cinematic universe. <laughs> Dino, MCU. I was thinking. I do nothing cool. I was thinking we may never do an episode, a series longer than this, but there is one series we might do that might be longer than this one day. Pixar. Which is? I think. I wonder Pixar. if this. 
right. with the way things are, the way things are turning out, I do wonder if this is like the future of filmmaking. Like it has to be in a universe, or it has to be in some no. franchise rather than a standalone. That yeah, would no. carry weight is... if all the other studios had co- copied it well, but they haven't. No. Everyone's had a go at this and kind of failed, really, haven't they? Exactly. Any Marvel can do it. I think things are, things always change. So, in in some respects, yeah. But um, I I don't know. I think there's always an element of waiting things to kind of new things to come along and take over. Uh, but but it, but individual stories that I don't think will like will like will not will always be around. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Now we see the spaceship flying across there. Now interested to see what I don't know what's on the telly there, but this mm. is obviously the year of like the Rodney King. Yeah. Well, not the beating, yeah. the the yeah. riots were this year. Mm. Yeah, the riots. Because uh, he was beaten in '91, I think, and then the cops were all charged with whatever they were charged for for that, and they were all acquitted, despite that that video footage being rather clear, and mm. it led to several days of rioting. And I, I don't think they will have chosen 1992 by accident. No, it is. It's all by design. No. Do you think, like, T'Chaka walked through the lobby of, like, was just walking down the street and then the lobby of that place and everything dressed in the Black Panther outfit? What, giving a nod to the clean lady? Or is he stood in the hallway now just desperately changing his pants and stuff? <laughs> Hang on! Right, knock now. Now, I know that neither of those are Okoya, but when you see Okoya, she's got no hair. And whenever I see her on at red carpets events and stuff, she's got a full head of long hair. Yeah. So, so is, it, oh. is it a bald cap, CG, or what? I don't know. The, the I same mean, job with them, them you know. <laughs> it, it could be either, because didn't um, Karen Gillan did, like, she she was both the first Guardian. She but... shaved it for that, because she turned up at Comic-Con looking like you? her, and then took the wig off. And then, but, but then, the, the the other ones have been a wig, uh, have been like a bald cap, though, haven't they? Not, yeah, but wrong. she's in full body like makeup, isn't she? Okoya's not, and I don't know how good bald caps are now. I suppose you could tidy it up with CG, couldn't you? you could. Like any you. joins or seams or tufts or whatever. So, yeah. so is this who's the actor playing young? Um... That's to, that's the guy playing T'Chaka. That's older T'Chaka's real life son. Yes, that was it. Yeah, um, I remember you saying on the podcast. Well, yeah. I had to look it up because he didn't look like a younger version of the same man. So I thought, it's yeah. not de-aged. I've got no opinion on whether they look alike. They have not de-aged Andy Serkis enough there for 1992. And he yeah. does actually look like... Um, he, do, he does look very similar to uh, Chadwick Boseman as well. They could be related, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. If he said, oh, that's, that's my uh, dad, dad when he was younger, you would go, yeah, yeah, I believe The shape it. of the hairline and the eyes, there's yeah. a similarity. Definitely. And I like the fact that the, their Black Panther outfit is subtly different as well. They, they do have their own sort of identity. In yeah, the but they're different. Yeah. Yeah. 
I never understood what that was either. Is that something that's tattooed on them when they're babies? Yeah. I mean, that would be my guess, but of course there's vibranium in their environment, so I thought, is that some weird birthmark they all develop there? It's in the water. Yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, there's something in the environment. It's it's never really a thing, but then... It doesn't matter. But then Think has it, though, doesn't he? You know, uh, Killmonger. Yeah. And Oh, hang on, yeah. And he probably wasn't even born there, was he? I, I don't think he was. I don't know, then. This has one of the strongest act, uh, Marvel Act 1s, really. Really, really efficient setup. We, we've learned everything we need to know. Yeah, in the short space of time, it's really good. We get and a that's... decent uh, opening action sequence from the Black Panther if you never saw Civil War, so you get a feel for what he can do. You get all, the, uh... all that you need to know of his investiture. Talking of investiture, that's what yeah. Becca's holiday is later in this month. She's uh, she's becoming Batman. <laughs> <laughs> investiture is Batman. Um, I think it's make or break for the Do You Expect Us to Talk team, really, because my year as Batman, crime went down even during austerity. Chris presided <laughs> over the first rise in crime since 2010. So really, so I've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what year was my what was was mine then? Was it? I can't remember. You, you were 2017 to 18, weren't you? Yeah, I blame Theresa May for that. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Just a poor prime minister. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, fuck it. You met. You, I met it's fucking well because you know everyone else is because quite frankly. Yeah. No, everything, are, everything is her fault. No, they are blaming. They are blaming. Sorry, I, I just picked up on your, the they, word you said. There. They are. They are reporting uh, to Chaka's death and the events of Civil War with Zemo, uh, which means this is like within a few days of that, if mm. not the next day or whatever. Um, and he's about to become king and all the rest of it. So as far as I'm concerned, this takes place in 2016, which mm. in every Marvel timeline you ever see. Where particularly in the lead up to Endgame, where they're saying what order you could watch the films in, the chronological one always seems to put it in the wrong year. It puts it present day to when it was made. That doesn't make a lot of sense. This seems to be taking place a year or two before the release of the film. Okoya didn't make a lot of impression on me the first time I saw this film. It's what I what I really think of that one one thing that speaks very highly from this film is it's getting better with repeat viewings when i first saw it i liked it i thought it was pretty good characters like okoya i thought she looked pretty cool but i couldn't remember her name and mm. things like that whereas now she's like a really great character and that's not off more screen time because there wasn't a lot of her in the avengers mm. films so this film i think is going to date really really well this looks a little bit studio-ish here Mm. But apart, it looked great in the trailer, though. Like when I seen this, I thought yeah. like, well, I never freeze and just jumping out of the plane in that. Yeah. Well, that was a bit of a. I mean, it's his second appearance. Don't forget, and when you think the second appearance is, oh no, I'm going to get that wrong, aren't I? Certainly, the second Iron Man film starts with him jumping out of a plane, and yeah. the second. Captain America film started with him jumping out of a plane. It feels very Marvel to do that. Mm. But it, they've certainly got... I mean, they've just had the logo already. Hulk did so, it as well. 
Remember? That was towards the... Yeah, 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 he did. But I'm saying, like, almost the first things they did in those films were that. There's a lot of bond in this first act or so in this film. It's all different stunts, but... Mm. I mean, James Bond couldn't do any of this. A bit like the sort of um, casino stuff later. But the whole way it's set up is very Bond. You know, just turns up in the, in the middle of somewhere to break something yeah. up. This is very pre-tile. Oh, definitely. And then you got the Q scene later on. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty much the Marvel Bond movie. Yeah, I think that's what disappointed me first time because I saw a bit of early buzz that said there's quite a bit of James Bond in this, you know. And then I went to see it and that dropped away after that Boozan sequence. It doesn't well, feel like a Bond film just... after that. It's kind of literally got that kind of. I think the, the I never freeze kind of bit is quite, is quite bondish a little bit. Um, you know, you've got the Q scene and then you've got the casino in, in Busan, definitely. And I think there are the similarities in. But you can see the influence for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if it was Bond, he'd shagger now, wouldn't he? <laughs> as soon as the danger's done. Mm. <laughs> I've been waiting for a and real so man. Sorry, I watched The Living Daylights <laughs> the other day on Teller. Be- 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 <laughs> Honestly, you'd think I was in The Hague. Be- Becca really picked me up for like my complete hypocrisy because I've spent years slagging off like watching Bond on TV and stuff and then I watched it. I watched it I online. nearly fell off my chair. Listen. She was totally like, what are you doing watching it on TV? What, what? what, Becca did a Ted Danson impression? She did. And I was like, well, I just got I sick of this. I couldn't believe I thought, are you being sarky? No. No, I just got sick of good picture quality and no advert. I do the editing bits out. You were longing for the days where we used to, like, sort of, like, you know, tape, take the bomb films on, on, on the VHS and just, like, watch them back. So. Yeah. <laughs> Your idea. I, mean, I think for years, to, before I got been... the DVD, that's how I survived with Bond movies. Do, do, they, do they still edit edit films now yes. as well? Yeah, they did. Like, yeah, I, they the, do. The, the key scene is when you think uh, the mock, when, when he first encounters Pushkin in the film, it's in a hotel room. Yeah. Pushkin presses some button to alert security outside and he rips the top off that woman and as they burst in you see side boob and they've, they've cut boob. they've they've cut that shot. Got side boob. But also yeah. when they when they showed Spectre for the first time they cut out the bit where it, it, um, that Spanish guy's eyes get you know gouged out. Right. That wasn't particularly graphic in the film, but I can understand it. I can understand it. Yeah, they they chop it out. They normally cut out the exploding head from Licence to Kill as well. Anything headbutts get cut. Quite a bit gets cut, actually. But I did notice that. But no, I just started watching the pre-title and thought this will do for a bit and then watch the whole thing. But it it is Dalton. Yeah. Well, it's it's something to do on a Sunday until I can get, you know, sucked off. (laughs) <laughs> but I wonder where you're going with that. In, in, in the absence of anyone in my life, you know, I can't get sucked off, so I just let myself get sucked in. Oh, Dave. So, I, I really would like any secret. If you'd like to sub Dave off, uh, please request <laughs> it. <laughs> um, that I would hope in any sequel we see a little bit more of street level Wakanda. Because we see a lot of shots from this sort of height. 
Um, and I think we see them on one basic sort of street level set later, mm. apart from where they land and all the rest of it, and that's it. I'd like to see a bit more of... I don't know if this is meant to be all of Wakanda, effectively, or whether it, there's just one big city at the centre of it or what. I don't really know. I think in Black Panther 2, I'd like to see uh, um, him go rogue, uh, because then it would be like a bomb film. <laughs> What and and I would I would I would also like to see Marvel argue that they're still relevant in today's world. And despite having like you know you know history of like globe trotting, uh, just sort of bring every bring bring everything back home and make it all about you know That's it's okay. all about him, it's all about his personal story. Yeah, I hope we find like he went to school with like Doctor Doom or something. <laughs> That'd be very interesting. Anyway, it's not Mad Sinclair. No, surprisingly, not Mad Sinclair. <laughs> I got massive Stand coming to America vibes off her. I can't think. No, you can't. But <laughs> I reckon you probably could, but you were a bit self conscious there. And not only that, you got mixed up with living in America. I did. <laughs> I know. I know the actual theme. It's fine. See, sure. I I forgot to say it took me aback to see her on the um, battlefield Shuri in Endgame. Because it's yeah. like it it would be like having Desmond Llewellyn there. <laughs> I'll pay attention to Blue <laughs> I'm just going to twat this guy here. Um. I know oh, yeah. I mean, I, it did strike me as a bit of a what the fuck is she doing there? I mean, I know she's got a blasters, but. Like, yeah, she's <laughs> really. I mean, like, she's your home science person with a hint of snark. That's what she is. But there you go. Um, I tell you what, watching the Living Day like the other day, Desmond Llewellyn had the really, really swollen fingers in that as well. I know. I know. Yeah, I don't know what's looking... with his hands. I don't know what's going on there. Well, I've, I've, I've never noticed his swollen fingers, so I'm gonna have to like, you know. I think you might even pay point attention, Chris. Pay, pay attention, Christopher. I think it might be. Um, I think it's really noticeable in Goldeneye. Just the whole way yeah. that Q scene is shot is shows up every issue he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched the, the Living Daylights obviously like eight years earlier, and he had really swollen fingers there. And I just know from people I've known in life over the years, sometimes like swelling is like water retention, which is sometimes heart failure. Yeah. But I suppose in the fingers it could even be arthritis. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably more likely. It tends to be more on the legs. Oh, hey, wasn't that woman like in EastEnders or something like decades ago? Which one? The, the one talking to him. Isn't that like Natalie who shagged Ricky or something? <laughs> I, haven't watched these, fun fact. I haven't watched EastEnders in 25 years, but I'll tell you what, it looks like her. Let's have a look. IMDb. I was just trying to think of like you know if there's ever ever been more hipster villains, and the only one I can think of is the uh, new Lex Luthor in the <laughs> Batman v Superman. Oh, oh yeah. A, yeah, well that was a quality. He's a hipster, film. isn't he? Oh. Well, oh. but I was like, would he qualify as hipster? Because he's going full on hipster here. He is quite. Do you hipster, know what? In that, in that, he's like full on like New York City kind of like. I was going to say define hipster. Well, yeah. Uh, that, 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 that's a good one. I mean, yeah, but do, do you know what I mean? That that kind of dresses really, really uh, fancy, but 
with the yeah, lo- it always looked lots like a of bit lo- of a... looks looks a bit daft. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just sort of dressed up for the sake of it, rather than you know trying to be oh, cool. I don't know. I don't know really. I mean, I, I know with Lex, I thought every decision they made there was a little bit odd, and I mm. wondered. I wondered if it was um, more about um, focus groups than anything else, because I'm not convinced that, that that's anyone's first choice for a text mm. take on Lex Luthor I mean Mark, DC are actually sort of starting to churn the films out now a little bit so one day we'll have like a, a viable run of films to cover really so we will do DC one day I'm sure but certainly the first several entries were really patchy and, and yeah. flat out bad no she was in episodes of ER and Law and Order okay according to IMDB so, so she didn't sleep with Ricky <laughs> but um, oh dear. But yeah, I think with, I think I think with Lex, he's just never really proper. <sighs> just no real decent character work there. It was no like it was. Really it, it, was it was like I, I think they sort of like hinted the fact that he was he was son. It, it was a little bit better so in of, the um. It was a little bit better in the, the, the uh, extended cut, but I mean slightly. You had a slightly better idea what he was doing, but it's still a dreadful film. And what makes me laugh on sort of social media is there is a small, but very sort of uh, vocal group of people that seem to think it's some kind of misunderstood masterpiece. And if we don't get it, we're like too stupid and didn't understand it, and we prefer the easier charms of Marvel. And it's like it's not; it's a bad film. <laughs> it's just a bad film. Um, the longer version is better, but. Only, only by comparison. In that, the review I we gave the theatrical version when we covered it on a podcast, it had there only been the director's version, if you like, the longer version. We'd have given that pretty much the same review. It's just by comparison, it's very, very slightly better. It, it just it explains more things, really. The collective probably. tissue between some of the scenes is a bit better, yeah. Mm. This looks great until they get to the actual battleground. And then it looks really, really studio. So how th- how does that work? Just sent like a big shockwave through the water. Shockwave, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Vibranium tends to be the answer yeah. to all your questions. <laughs> Vibranium. Generally. They've basically just pulled out four plugs or whatever it is. They've just basically pulled the plug out. Yeah, vibranium is also a material and technology. There you are. Well, it's just it's just later in the film where Martin Freeman's like, how did you fix me? And they're like, vibranium. And it's like, alright, we well, tend to make shields and weapons out of it chiefly. What does, how? But yeah, from it, here it, on, just as it, it, it may as well here, just call it magic. I mean, when I first saw this film, I didn't like this set. I didn't like how many times they took away and gave him back his powers. I thought that was kind of cheapening it. Um, I didn't like the fact that it took on this Bond tone and then sort of seemed to dump it. Um, so I enjoyed the film. I, I liked it. I was I was more positive than that would sound. But. In the in the year or so since I've seen it another two or three times, maybe four times, something like that, and it just it gets better on every viewing. The side characters become richer, 
Now, maybe that was partly the whole kind of Western thing of their names were a bit more unfamiliar and didn't stick as quickly. I don't know. But it's it's got much, much better in the years since it was released. Now, that is Digital Sky behind them, and it, it, it's... I don't like it. It, that, it can that, seem a bit obvious, doesn't it? It's a little bit... The lighting seems a bit off. Yeah. Yeah. They stood in a studio doing that bit, you know? Mm-hmm. But still, no, it looks really good, though. I don't mind CG. It's only when you can point it out. I mean, some of the sets in Endgame, particularly at, like, the Avengers um, HQ and stuff, is nearly... It's green screen, and you just... You can't really tell. There's lots of questions about this that they'll probably never answer. Like, how did they get there before their technology got this far to fight there? Because they done all that pulling out the plug thing. And also, is it always like a male heir? Like, yeah, could that, be have, could that have been Shuri stood there ready to get the shit kicked out of her by some big burly? That's fella? true. Well, well, she she does kind of like say it, and they go go. What really? And she goes, can we just go home, please? Oh, what the challenge thing? Yeah, just 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 now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The costumes and makeup are truly epic. It was just, I mean, box office never has a direct relationship with quality, but it definitely has a relationship with demand. And I think the money this did, particularly in the, at the US box office, as a proportion of its worldwide take as well, told you that there was pent-up demand there for this. Yeah, definitely. Which is probably the biggest, if most cynical, argument for representation. I think, I think in hindsight, that's why I'm slightly disappointed by Captain Marvel, which is not sitting as well with me over time. That they've so got their shit together now that to get such a perfunctory, albeit good, Marvel film was like almost a disappointment at this stage because almost everything they're doing is standing yeah. out now. Well, yeah, I mean, it's worse. Captain Marvel's kind of diminished even more for me. I think it's one of the worst Marvel films. Uh, but that's not a knock on uh, anyone particularly. It's just not very well uh, written or. Oh, I'll well rank. I'll, I'll rank it significantly higher than you because there's some at the bottom that are just it's way better than. But for I I know recently looking at my rankings, a couple of things I had it in front of. It's now gone behind because I just think I can't mm. justify that. I can't justify it being behind that. Yeah. Or ahead of that. I side. think it's part. I think I think partly you have to see Endgame game as well. You're thinking, oh, will this elevator? And he goes. No, not it's really. It's barely in it, and no. I, I mean, I mean, I, I will say, I will say this though, because uh, in the um, in our review, I, I, I did make the point, and I still stand by it, the fact that you, we do not know who she is as a, as a person. That's the biggest flaw. It lacks some. Um, of the I mean, I, I said at the time, I said at the time, so this isn't just me going, I got yeah. it wrong or whatever. Or, yeah, you, yeah, you, you. I like, said, oh, shit, you're right, aren't you? No, like, no. I what I said at the time was, I gave it a four star review. I was um and ah in between three and four. Yeah. And almost as soon as I submitted it, I thought, no, it's yeah. generous, it's actually a three. So it isn't Spectre Syndrome where uh, after the hype goes away, I start thinking, oh Christ, 
genuinely yeah. at the time I was a bit undecided. Um, as a first impression, it was a first impression, and most of what I said was accurate enough. So yeah. I don't really have a problem with it. It's just I rarely think about that film, and when I do think about that film, it doesn't stand out. And there's some films in the in the canon that are way more flawed that I'm gonna I might have to put ahead of it because they have a bit more heart or whatever. Yeah, um, I... th- it's it's not in the same league as this film. No, it's um. Things so it it has its moments, it has its like performances. As I, say, I, I think know, it's really Ben-Bury solid, Shaw, though. I, I think not Ben Whishaw, it... sorry. Um, the the I don't know. no the 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 baddie, but not the baddie. Oh, uh, what's uh, his name? Ben Mendelsohn. That's it, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, yeah, yeah, things like that, and and certain idea. And, you know, I think even Jude Law is actually pretty decent in it as well. Well, that's the um, thing. I'm not going to suddenly turn to slagging it because I think it's um. I think it's one of the better paced Marvel films. It's really, really well paced, and it's really efficiently sort of told as a story. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot to it. I just, I, I really do. I think it's, it, it's a very standard Marvel film as well. If you said, well, what, what's a Marvel film like? You, you could hand them that and go, that's what a Marvel film's like. It's really, really typical, um, and it doesn't have that horrendous third act drop off. So. It still has to rank fairly high for me. There's particularly some of the Phase One stuff, and and even some of Phase Two. I'm gonna have to rank way below it because it's just like pretty crap actually. And that film isn't. But all I'm saying is, a year on from this, I was hoping for like a similar sort of standard, and it mm. isn't. Uh, but what I was gonna say, yeah, um, there was after seeing Endgame, there was. Uh, a moment in it, and and it kind of reflected in there's even a moment in um, the her film as well, where she's standing over Peter Parker and she's going like, "You got something for me?" And then that, you know, do you know what I mean? The uh, kind of oh, hey Peter, Peter Parker, Parker. Yeah. and and there's and there's that there's the moment in um, in her film where she's like, "Oh hey trouble," the trolls and, and, the, I, and I the think trolls will never be... admit it, but that those those are the couple of moments where you go, "Yeah, she's a film star," and those are the that's where her character needs to... I mean, after I after saw Endgame, I was like, and I thought, yeah, and she does it in that. That's where... Uh, I mean, I have no idea what her character is, but that's where the where it needs to be centralised. It needs to be from that... from that Pacific element, you know, uh, and build up from there. And then yeah, it's kind of like... I think the, tr- the thing is, because she was going from trainee to, like... You know, uh, sassy, sassy to, to fish out of water to superhero. Yeah. Um, as an actor, so yeah, it, it's but, it's a tough ask, and and actually no, knowing of, everything to not really know who yeah, you all, are. Yeah, all and... of those things are valid. All of those things are valid, but obviously it's not a surprise at the end of the film where you go, actually, which one is she? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I get it. So um, to Charles, one one something. What do you think? He's <laughs> one. Do you think it's a speedboat? He's won the Academy Award. <laughs> no, he didn't even win that. Um, <laughs> no, he was nominated. Um, no, the, the only thing I was I, I was thinking of here was like, you know, when like the, he, he takes the the thing that takes his powers and they go for everyone and say, uh, do any we challenge? You know, no. Do any you challenge? No. Would it be easy just to go for, do that bit first, and then if anyone does challenge, yeah, then rather take than the just risk. going, oh, we, we wasted another fucking time <laughs> yeah. for that. No, oh, it just hand him a drink and go. We might yeah. as well just have that straight back. 
I mean, unless they always have to do the vision thing again, but I don't know. Just seems a bit pointless, really. I I just had a problem with that in the film. This film is just it's not perfect. It's not it's not quite. I don't think it's quite like top three or four or anything. Yeah. I, I think there's flaws in it, but it's another one of those films that I think the sequel would be better. And I'm I'm happy to go back and spend more time in this world, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea where they're going to go with the sequel, but I'm, I'm looking forward to find out. But it's still Kugler. Yeah. That man is building quite the career. Mm. He is. He, I mean, he's definitely a talented guy, definitely. I mean, you know, just just from Creed alone, you can tell that you know he's 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 able to make a film. Definitely. Not to be confused with Assassin's Creed, which was less <laughs> successful. It was not how to make a film. Which was a shame because I really like that game series. Yeah, so it's always a difficult thing, isn't it? So making the jump from, I mean, book to film is a whole another kettle of fish, but making the leap from games console to film. Yeah. Well, there's never been a, a successful um, video game movie, though, has there? I don't know. Le- I don't le- know. Least, least, I mean, maybe not define, a movie. De- defined successful as well. Because uh, well, on, the, on yeah. their own on their own terms, the Resident Evil films yeah. were quite successful. I don't know how like the yeah. they, weren't, they weren't any good though. Yeah, I, I think that's what I meant. Like. Well, well received. Nothing like deemed as like, oh, that's good. So you're saying there hasn't been one that's critically acclaimed and done fairly well as well. Yeah. So for argument's sake, and this is a bit arbitrary, a video game uh, film that's done, uh, that's got like a really good reviews and done over, let's say, four hundred million dollars or something like that. No, yeah. I don't think so. Though that said, World of Warcraft could get. Um... Warcraft got got unnecessarily slated though. It just felt like everyone's out to get that film for whatever reason. I was just like, I, didn't I don't get think it. it would have got many casual people in because I'm I'm really broad-minded on what I mm. watch and I just took a few look at screenshots and went nah. Mm. So I would imagine very casual casual cinema goers probably looked at it and went nah, that's not for me. Um, no, but in terms of how how it's you know how the other critics went out, yeah, yeah. I well, like I say, I haven't seen it. I I, I know Duncan Jones is is frustrating to me only because of how strong he took. He he started a um, little bit like Leo Blomkamp that way. That you just go, they look like they were going to have amazing. Yeah, it's got twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, Chris, and that's that's off two hundred and twenty odd reviews. That's that's like that is that is a fair what, number to draw. An what, what's the audience score though? Seventy uh, seven. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but I, I normally tend to hew closer to the critical one because audiences are twats generally. Um, not our listeners, no. of course. No, I, 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 no. I generally seem to like. I, I'm quite interested in. Um, in I, I tend to look at both and I have it on balance. It's like one audiences generally don't have. Generally tend to have like different preferences than critics do. Uh, and sometimes you'll see when when, when critics overpraise film, their audience. Will, I'm always suspicious. Just generally audience, downplay it. I think that normally when the audience score is significantly lower, 
that's normally a sign that like it, it they, they either didn't get it or they're trolling it that's often the case when it's higher less so i don't know but no i mean i'm normally going to be in line with critical but i mean i'll believe you if you're telling me that is not a 28 percent on rotten tomatoes film in your opinion even if we dis- were to disagree on that film i would take you at your word on that that that's probably too harsh yeah yeah and it, it is it's Duncan, about a three-star film probably Duncan I mean, jones I... is a better filmmaker than that but then I mean, he started with he started with um, well, in terms of like big screen, he started with Moon, which was outstanding. Went that was on a to do film. went on to do Source Code, which was good. And then he's done like Warcraft and Mute, most of which have, both of which have been slaughtered. I felt bad for Mute because that had quite a lot of pipe attached to it, and then obviously just coming out on on Netflix. Mm. Um, I, I kind of think I think that obviously Netflix is a massive platform. Um, but I kind of help, kind of can't help but feel that that may have been detrimental to it in some way. Mm. But it's, it's it's such a it's such a shame, really. Yeah, I definitely want to see more of this in the sequel, though. He's at street level in Wakanda now, but we don't see a lot of street level in Wakanda. Mm. We see its skyline effectively, and even at the end of Endgame, when you see them looking down on it at night, in one of the final shots, I'm thinking I want to get down there and have a look. I mean, I'm not suggesting they should have added another three or four minutes of it in Endgame, but I'm just going, no, I want to see more of that. Not now, it, necessarily, but... It, I mean, like, on, on street level, it looks like every other African... Af- yeah, yeah African but it looks city. like a set as well, because they've yeah. only filming little bits. I would... I'd just like to see more of that. Oh, that's not particularly good CG. I hadn't noticed that before. That mm. animal they just said fed did not look particularly real. Yeah. No. Big creature. But again, yeah. they're always they're always a bit more careful on the first entry in a mm. sort of new sub property, if you like, because they don't know how well it's going to do. They'll 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 spunk money over the sequel. Yeah, definitely. I just hope they build a few more interesting sets and stuff. I'm sure they will, because there's like a whole lot for content yet to see. Yeah, I wasn't really, I wasn't never really sold on his kind of like the, the way it turned out for, a, for his mate here. Um, it just felt like a little bit too, a bit, a bit too like easy for him to go like, yeah, well, I'm just gonna go all treasonous and there's no consequences. Afterwards. And then at the end, it's like, I'm not now. Why? Because <laughs> Akoya said not to. Yeah, I, it, and, and she's it, it, me woman. <laughs> It just seems to be like, well, hang on, so you, you just do treason. Isn't that like a quite a? I mean, what happened to him? I mean, is he like? Does he still have that title? Is all forgiven or what? Uh, it, you, the implication appears to be at the end of the film, all's forgiven. But how many of it, of everyone else's people have died because of this kind of very brief civil war? Like it just seems, you know, do you know what I mean? That's the thing that kind of like. I was like, if it on. was me, I'd be I'd be making it a strong point in my defence that they were all actors. <laughs> I, I, I'd just be saying. So no like, one ever really died because it yeah, wasn't real. It okay. wasn't real. Don't worry. I, I would point out you're an actor as well, Your Majesty. But like, I don't <laughs> want to be cheeky, so I won't. Majesty. 
it, in my defence, uh, I was only doing oh, what the goodness. script told me to do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, I, I soon changed my tune when I was all gonna, when I was threatened with being denied sex. So that should be good <laughs> enough. There you go, the Marvel Vanilla Sky. It's just a very distinctive look, and it really hits home when you go back and watch some of Phase One when they're still building the format. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the thing striking things that makes Incredible Hulk even less a Marvel film. It doesn't look like one. Mm-hmm. It isn't. It isn't just that it isn't scripted like one. It doesn't look like one either. Yeah, Iron Man sort of was the first one. That. that still was trying to find its place wasn't it, it wasn't like yeah but I mean I think the thing is that was the most successful I mean they released two within about a month and mm. the first one was the more successful and it was almost like they lent into that thereafter mm. so Marvel seems to be made in the image of that film or the cinematic universe in its tone I might be completely wrong on that they might all be getting their tone from like the comics I don't know I've read more DC than I've read read Marvel Are you, uh, where's your favourite DC? Well, I've always liked Batman, so I've, I've read more of that, and um, I've read bits and pieces of Superman as well. They're the only two I massively care about, mm. to be fair. So, uh, I'm certainly not a fanboy, as as it could be characterised of one or the other. Are you a fanman? They're two big dogs, aren't they, really? But pre the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you'd said to me, you have to lose one one of those universes... Like all the characters disappear, I'd have let Marvel go, because like my favourites were DC. Um, but I mean, I've always loved Spider-Man and I've always loved the Hulk as well. So there ain't a lot in it, but my two favourites, if you like, are DC. So, um, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe must have a, a must be having a, an effect on comic book sales as well. It must be. I mean, you've got to think if you're a kid now, what. what why would you go and buy any fucking DC? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, um, I am not a kid, but I'm pretty sure DC are doing pretty well in, um, in other areas. I mean, maybe not in cinematic universe terms, but... Um, but it must be more driven that way round, though. Do you know what I mean? It must be. There must be so many who go and f- experiment with different comic books because of the films they've seen. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we, we've got Batman films coming, and Batman films will always do well. Yeah, and we uh, Shazam did fairly well. So, but what I'm saying is, the landscape of what kids buy now must be very different to 20 years ago. There we go. I don't know. It's hard, hard for me to tell, uh, say as, as a guy in his 30s to know what kids are into these no, days. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that that there is. So this is obviously the Q scene, and uh, I think this is very. It set the precedent of something I, I wasn't. I, I don't like the nanotech. It's one bit of the Marvel Cinematic Universe I don't like. But then the, it makes kind of a sense. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. it 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 just doesn't have any. Um, it just it is all just like yeah, it, it's nanotech. It, it it it's great. It does this. There's no real sense of um, people have actually figured this shit out. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no sort of. It just yeah. feels like, oh, look at this stuff. We, we realise it was this. This is great. This. 
it's like a, my problem with um, her as a character, really. It's not because like, she doesn't really come across as a venter. She's just more as a yeah, designer, really. Infinity War, she's doing some quite hardcore surgery on Vision to try and save him, so... I think yeah, it was but, there. yeah, but then yeah, but again, then again, it's like yeah, but she's just using a machine to do that. She's just yeah, yeah. I'm just like operate a machine that does it's that. Quite, it's quite intricate microsurgery. It's sold. It's sold to me anyway. Yeah. I like the fact that this actress clearly has a full head of hair in real life, and yet there she is in a wig that looks fake as shit. It's really funny and deliberately <laughs> so. I think like she's not meant to look that comfortable. It's quite comedic without being mm. hitting you over the head. Yeah, without well, being too obvious. Bond never walk, wanders around a fish market first, does he? <laughs> <laughs> he finishes the evening with fish. Like he to Korea again, you know. Have you seen insert Bond film here? <laughs> yes. Have you seen this film? I mean, did you even see? If he, if they want, mind you, we've learnt from a view to a kill. If, if, if only he'd said, "Have you got any soft shell crabs?" They would have immediately <laughs> shown CIA credentials. <laughs> if um, if the actor Sid Man pops up, then we'll know. Now, isn't that set beautiful? Yeah, it looks gorgeous. It is very. Shot on location in Pinewood. No, I don't know. In actual design, it's not as close to Skyfall as you're thinking. But yeah. it's lit. It's lit like it. Yeah. Yeah, the lighting is very similar here, definitely. The you got some gold accents like as well. It. Remember that had a that had a pit with dragons in it for some fucking reason, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the lighting is similar. So, so you can get it's a circle of life. Yeah. I think the dragons were meant to be a callback to something like Living Let Die, for example. Yeah, I think it was entirely that. I don't know. He's got gold sparkles in his suit. I'm just not that sold that the those those Komodo dragons would actually be that lethal the way they actually are. Hmm. I mean, I they're, not, they're not exactly like crocodiles, are they? Yeah, but he got a shag out of okay. it at the end of the evening. Not off a dragon, admittedly. But you know, the evening ended all right. I mean, she was killed soon afterwards, but yeah, you can pick a lot of fault with Skyfall, and we have. But um, yeah, this is very yeah. Even the way they're all connected was very like Skyfall. So it's cool. I like it. Oh yeah, yeah. Talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. All we're missing is don't touch your ear. No, that was. Uh, yeah, literally. No, that was um, Senior. No, he said it. He said it was reprised in Skyfall. Was he it? Says it? He says it to Money Penny in the casino as they wander around talking to each other. Don't touch yeah. your ear. And I, I think that was a deliberate Casino Royale callback. Yeah, it will be. If it... I, I, yeah, I don't remember it, but yeah, it would be if it was there. Well, unfortunately, I've got this on mute, so I'm missing some hilarious accent work. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you can, we can read the so, dumping master here. Some real drawl American kind of put on. To be honest, I mean, it's so bad they might as well just go like Becker's impression of Homer Simpson. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm CIA, don't you know? All right, sir. What's your own name? I don't know. That, 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 that's subtle, isn't it? Talking down your sleeve. <laughs> Hello. He's like the most inept CIA agent. 
He's actually alright at his job, it's just the accent. I was just amazed they cast him. I can see why they went for that type. And everyone likes Martin Freeman, and I like Martin Freeman. If I I can slate his accent to high heaven, I still like him. I'm still gratefully successful in life. But his accent's bloody awful. He's, he's done alright. He's done better than alright. He's an amazing <laughs> career. But he can't do it. I know, I was also being, being facetious. He's done fantastically well. I just remember on the ex- extras to The Office, like season one DVD, you know, or it may have even been the last one, it would have been the Christmas special, and he was saying like, well if it ends up I'm best known for The Office or only know The Office, so be it, and all the rest of it, and look at the career nope. he's had since. The Office is almost That's a like fucking incredible. footnote. Yeah, you know, Sherlock, um, Fargo. The Hobbit. I yeah. know the films weren't great, but they were massive, and he was in them, obviously. Yeah, and, really, really and, well. and, and he was probably, you know, he, he was, well, hey, hey, no one had really slated him in, in, in the film at all, really. It wasn't like, none of, none of the issues were down to him. None of them at all, no, he was great. Um, he's, he's even played Arthur Dent some time yeah. ago. Yeah, Dent, Arthur Dent. Um, and there'll be other things, but I mean, it, it just even films that were really successful, not necessarily because of him. I mean, if we, you know, Love Actually, really, really successful mm. film that everybody in the fucking world has seen by now. You know what I mean? So, I did think I was surprised to see Clauso wasted in this film, weren't you? Yeah. 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 An actor of, of his caliber and really underused. You think, oh, what a shame! It, it is a shame given the fact that he was bland in Ultron. And he turns up, he's like, oh, actually, he, he, he seems pretty fun. Oh, I can't wait for, for him to turn up and up. Oh, dear. <laughs> There's also, this is like three years after Age of Ultron. You yeah. That's a hell of a build-up to a few minutes of screen time in total. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a shame, isn't it? I mean, but what can you do? Maybe Circus didn't really want to hang around. Yeah. This is kind of like the... Almost like one shot, isn't it? Yeah, this is... That was almost the equivalent of sort of right. the, the shot in the first Avengers film where they sort of went between all of them doing their, their different bits and pieces. Mm. I was very thinking, good at this Marvel. I was thinking that that that, um, that shot fight. in um, Creed as well. You're thinking of the fight, yeah. Single shot fight. Kukla's a talented man, and when do you think he's writing as well? Mm. And up he goes. Up you go. Sorry, I just. <laughs> up you go now. Still got. Engage wanking mode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't do the South African accent, unfortunately. I'm not sure I can, to be honest. It's not for me to judge. <laughs> I'll play the train! I think you can do it better than all of us, Chris. Uh, just, just go for Leaf Weapon 2. That's that's all. That, that'll actually go to South African accent. Okay. But, okay but yeah, so I end up doing Martin Riggs, but just as he was in the second film. I've, I've gone for I've gone I've done him, but he, he he's two years older than I than the voice. He's gone around the world. 
No, no, it's because uh, the bad guys in the uh, Leaf Weapon 2 are uh, South I know they are, Joss Ackland and yeah. all that. <clears throat> Not that I've seen it in 20 years, so coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the weapon will be happening in about the next couple of weeks. Especially, you know, I've held off watching it and, you know. Well... We know what we know what the rest of this year is, but Lethal Weapon's not that far behind. I'm not itching to get to it, but you know. Yeah, we'll cover it. Talking of the Hobbit and all that, we'll cover them one day as well. All Lord of the Rings. Thing is, that's going to be diminishing returns. Yeah, I, think I, honestly, I honestly think the best Tolkien, the best film they did was the first one. I think. I think, yeah. they, I think they get worse. Okay. Well, not worse because the original trilogy's like not bad, but they just get longer and longer. I think the best of all worlds is that the extended cut of, of The Two Towers is really, really good. Oh, you wouldn't necessarily put it on a cinema screen to be too long. But the the theatrical, the, it, it adds a lot of like depth to characters and even people like Boromir um, from the first film and stuff. So I really like that. But on the theatrical cuts, which is probably what we'll cover just because of time and shit... Fellowship of the Rings, the best best of the films, and like the two, the Return of the King was a really emotional cinema experience. I had an amazing time with, but it is baggy, and it's it's actually probably the weakest of the films. And then the Hobbit films, I thought got each each entry was weaker than the one before, and they're all weaker than the Lord of the Rings. So what you're going to do is cover six films where each film is weaker than the previous one. But it, it's not steeply mm. downhill. I mean, all of Lord of the Rings is pretty good. Um, mm. be interesting to cover it again and stuff like that because I haven't really thought about them critically for a long time. But Do you um, do you think that you're in a minority to think that Fellowship is the best Lord of the Rings film? Do you um, mostly people say like... Oh, I, don't, I don't think it's something that has the a consen- I, I don't think it's something that has a consensus answer. But I don't think it's an unusual thing to hear people say Fellowship's the best one. Because I absolutely agree with you, Dave. Obviously you right. miss Gollum and stuff like that, but the two towers in the cinema felt fairly long. The f- and I was and it, obviously it's got no definitive ending and all the jokes about them just walking, re- you really feel that when you mm. watch the second film. It just feels like you know different sets of people having a bit of a fucking walk. Um, the third film didn't have that the first time I saw it because it was quite emotional. I mean, when when Sam says I may not be able to carry the ring, I carry, but I can't carry. Mm. it for you but I can carry you and stuff like that and the music swells and like yeah I had tears I found it but if I went so uh, over the over, over the years as I've gone back to watch Return of the King it's baggy as fuck it's way too long mm. um, I think Fellowship is, is the best film it's the most stylish you've got all the Bree <laughs> stuff and um, you know lots of different it, you I actually like feel it. like you go on a journey with that film I mean that, 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 that I think that's the key thing you, you see yeah. You start in the Shire. Whereas the Two you, Towers feels a bit of a holding pattern. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah you, you, you get like the, they, the, the just, chase for the ring wave. Just to pause terrifying. you there. To just, just, just pausing you there. That got big laughs in the cinema. Yeah. Her just like arriving yeah, in the Yeah, that was quite a funny scene. Yeah. Uh, really great action sequence. We haven't said much during it. I was watching John Wick the other day thinking, how are we going to review those films when you just go in and then some action happens? But to be <laughs> fair, there is a through line through all of them that you can discuss and there are narrative issues and world building. We'll, we'll be okay. They may not be our longest podcast, but they'll be okay. I'm, I'm looking but, forward to uh, um, it. And I think I'm going to have... St- have you not seen it yet? Not yet, no. Oh, I saw it on Friday, so I have seen John Wick 3. Um, 
Is it as good as the reviews are saying? Have you ever heard a few five star? <clears throat> I didn't give it a five star review, but it weren't far off. Um, it, it's, it's I I think the three films are really similar quality, and they have different strengths in different areas. Like the first one is just so lean, whereas mm. the second one I thought was was baggier, and it was also the setup at the start of the film. That Santino character might as well have pulled up his at his house and said, "John, we need another John Wick film. Are you ready to oblige?" Because <laughs> the setup's really weak, yeah. and some of the and and how much currency you've got with it is how far you can go with the world building. Because I thought the bulletproof suit was a step too far, to be fair. Um, but it's beautiful. The stuff in Rome is beautiful. Some of the action sequences are beautiful. There are two or three set pieces in the new John Wick film that are just fantastic. See, I'm going to say there is one sequence that made me think this is really Jackie Chan, and I'll be interested to see if you spot that. I think it's got more variation in sort of weapon and style. The second film, towards the end of the film, it seemed like he was flipping them all to the floor, sticking a leg over the top and then shooting them in the head. It it literally seemed like the same move over and over again. Mm. And I find more variation in this film. But what I'll say by contrast is it's too long. And I don't mean it drags particularly, but the middle act of the film you could almost cut out. Because he, he basically gets out of the country. I won't say too much about it. But he has a goal while he's out of the country. And that whole goal gets undone as soon as he comes back to the United States. And yeah. it's, pad, it's padding. So, so, so he's like gets out of the country to, to, to do or get something and then comes straight back again where you're like we I'm not gonna like... spoil I'm not gonna spoil it, but what I'm saying is it was a bit of a bit of a waste of time. Yeah. Um and and also it's got one of the silliest bits of casting I've ever seen. Jerome Flynn is in this film and the character he's playing, the last person I'd have thought of, male of that age, would have been Jerome Flynn. Yeah, that's um, really odd, isn't it? I remember. I have like, you seen that, Does he do a uh, duet no, I, with... I heard uh, about that. I was like, what's he doing do in that film? Well, he's playing a fucking Italian for a start. <laughs> or it looks like an Italian, anyway. I'm glad, like... I'm glad you did it with him, because I was like, uh, it's mental. what? I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's mental. Um, but when you look at it, while there are flaws in Rotten Tomatoes, because Rotten Tomatoes never mention, never measures degree of opinion, no. So if a hundred percent of critics go, eh, then it gets hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas eighty percent might think it's the greatest thing in the world, and twenty percent struggle with it. You know, so it isn't perfect. But when you look at the John Wick films, they've all got remarkably similar Rotten Tomatoes scores, and I think that's kind of fair. They're they're all similar. They've got strengths in different areas. The first was fresh and lean. I think the second one has bits where they're pushing the limits of the world a bit and. They do bump up against those limits. The third film is a bit of a mixture. Certainly, I think some of the strongest action is in this film. I Yeah, obviously I've not seen the third film, but engaging by the second film, it feels it feels like like um, like the, the middle act, which is kind of all set up to the, the next act. I yeah. don't know if that's valid. I don't know because I've not seen yeah. it, but... I, we'll talk about well we're going to review it this year anyway uh, depending on time if we run short of weeks for anything then the other ones are, are priorities like if we need to lose two or three weeks then it will be after the Terminator mm. but the intention is John Wick will be this year um, so we will cover them we'll talk about them in, in some depth but um, 
I think it's one of those films you need to watch fairly close to recording because I think you need to. It, we're going to have to discuss some of the nuances of the action, otherwise we're going to have very little to talk about. Mm. So I, I think it's one of those things that like watch and then record immediately, sort of thing. But um, it, it's um, I, I certainly don't think it's a step down. But the first film was like ten minutes or so, like uh, shorter than the second one, and there's a similar increase in length again. And we're still only talking like two hours and ten mm-hmm. or something, and that's with credit, so you know, a couple of hours or whatever. But it just feels like, yeah, right, you're adding stuff you don't need to add now. The, John Wick should be like, I think the first one got it right. It should be like hundred minute film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, something like that should be. Uh... But but I mean, we've just been talking about Lord of the Rings. You're not going to go in and see Return of the King. It's not like fucking yeah. four hours or something. It's not that bad. It's not really bloated. It's just it. It's there's some discipline missing for, in its story choices. Like for whatever reason, when I originally like looked up its running time, it came up as like as nearly like two two and a half hours. I was like, what? I think it's, it's actually two ten in it. Yeah, one something like that. Um, but I mean, I had to look that up. I wasn't struggling with it. It really yeah. isn't that bloated. But the, there's a whole section of the film where I went. There's one action sequence in particular that's quite innovative, but it, it runs too long. And that's within that section of the film yeah. in Casablanca, which is a little bit unnecessary. And hence, I ju- I'm just thinking this doesn't have the discipline of the first film. But the action's brilliant. I mean, there's an action sequence within the first five minutes or so that's just like that. That's an all timer. It's brilliant. So you, you'll have a great time. It's not. A, it's not a. For everything I've just said, it's not like a. It's a massive drop in quality. It's not. All the John Wick films have been good. It's just you you point at slightly different flaws with each of them. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing them. I think you'll have a great time with them, Becca. Um, they are... Apart from the animal cruelty. Uh, that's quite harsh at the start of the first one, I will say. You don't really see anything, though, Becca. I mean, it's not like they're really yeah. hurting an animal. but no. <laughs> It is tough. I mean, we're all a bit soft on animals, you know? It's like, oh, fuck. That, that's supposed to be kind of like the point. That's, like, that's his like... motivation, isn't it, I think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a bit but, deeper than like, you kill but the It's a bit deeper than that. The end of, but, without yeah. giving oh, it I'm away, sure, yeah. without giving it away, Becca, the end of the second film is a total like, oh, shit, moment, oh. yeah? In it a was good a dog way. all along. No, no, but, you know, the whole, where, the, no, the, where that film ends, you go, oh, my God, that means film three is going to be, oh, my God, you know? Mm. And then... So film three has a lot more reason for being than two. Yeah. In two, because the first one had to stand alone, it it was finished, it was done. And then film two, they have to make up an excuse, really, to get him going again. So on that basis, two might just be the weakest of the three. I don't know. But it's also kind of really theatrical because you, you get a lot more of the lore. Because it is, it is like mm. Assassin's Creed done right. Because it's it's a whole closed sort of community of assassins with their own currency, their own rules, their own law. Like Highlander, they've got sanctuary places where they can't conduct business and stuff like that. It's cool. You'll love it. Can't wait. But yeah, Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you were saying you were yeah. saying you thought the first uh, one was the best. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, Fellowship, you really go on a journey. You start on the Shire. You have the, uh, the whole chase of the ring race, which is terrifying. Yeah, and the ring kinda... races are never covered in the same way. In the second one, they're on this flying thing. It's not yeah. the same as them on horses, it, is it, it? Yeah, it all just like this, that urgency of terror, which you think, yeah. oh, my God, these guys are scary as shit. Uh, yeah, and then, then, then you have the break in... Um, of the elves, and then, and then, you know, and, and, then, both, and then you also... both, um, what is it, uh, Lothlorien, and it's been a long time since I've seen them. What's the other place the elves live? The, the Cape Blanchett and that lot are Lothlorien. What's mm. the first place they go to where the elves are? Where they bump into Bilbo again. I haven't seen these films since the release. I know, yeah, but I'm embarrassed. I can't remember that. But what but, I'm saying yeah. is that the design is lovely of all yeah, of it. Yeah, it looks beautiful. But Whereas the second one looks a bit barren by comparison because they're with a, like there, Bernard, what's he called, aren't they? Yeah, there's just a perfect mixture of like of green and magic and horror and battle. Even all of that. Yeah, you get all of that in Fellowship. The other one, the other, the other two kind of feel like the same. Do you know? Did you feel like the same kind of? Thing throughout well, the entire thing, so this feels more King, variety. The last section of Sam sort of going up the side of Mount Doom with an exhausted, fucked, mm. slightly messed up uh, Frodo is extraordinary. Mm. Um, but yeah, Sam's the real I, hero of that. I thought by the third one it was starting to get a little bit self indulgent as well because we joke about the sort of eight endings or eleven endings or whatever. But the long lingering looks, you think, yeah, you're paying off a long journey in three films and three years. I get all that. But there's a little bit of self-congratulation in this. Mm. There's a little bit of like, look what we've achieved, you know. But I will cover them anyway. I don't, I don't know how soon it will be, but they're, they're, they're on that long list somewhere. I think, to be honest, it's a long time. I see, I'd like to do Pixar at some point and it's on the list but like I wouldn't want to start it now because we're just coming out of a series that's taken us the best part of a year mm-hmm. and I'd, I don't want to go straight into another like 20 odd part series no it's a long shot long shot I will say that I will say this though about Marvel it has it has feel like it's flown by I've not struggled with it I'm not complaining at all no but no but even like it doesn't feel that long like you know like but mm. Bond felt longer. We did do more Bond episodes, though. Mm. A lot more Bond episodes. Even on first run. And, of course, you're covering much longer periods of time with Bond. There's something about moving through eras. Mm. It's just... It feels more epic in its way. This has felt more like a jaunt. But, yeah, what a waste of Andy Circus this is. Yeah. He's he's great now. But it's really good. We didn't see him enough. Lighting in this film's lovely, except that outside scene I didn't like early in the film. The lighting's lovely. What is it they're actually doing? They're harvesting the plant that gives the black panther power. 
Oh, so they're, they're basically giving it a good watering. I got you. That that area there is basically... That's um, where they grow the heart-shaped herb. Yeah, that's the only place they grow it, and it's purely... They explain it later to Killmonger. They're basically saying, well, this is for the future kings, the ones that come along later. And he doesn't like hearing that. He burns it all up. Nah, I'm your king. Is it me? As far as far as Whitaker seems to be in like most things. Uh, yeah, he's in, <laughs> he's in, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. Like quantum. There are people everywhere. Perhaps he's a florist. <laughs> florist Whitaker. I was just about to say. Oh my god, florist Whitaker. Florist used that expression. Florist Whitaker. Yeah. Florist Whitaker. Yeah. He's a... I'm just looking what else he has been in lately. I, t- I tell you who is everywhere lately is Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, I, he's, I, he's I, everywhere. I keep, seeing, I keep seeing him in different things. He's everywhere, man. Because obviously yeah. he's, in, he's in John Wick. Not literally, that would be weird. The Matrix. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking... Um, Both DC and Marvel. Well, yeah, but he was in... Uh, um, he was in Outman and the Wasp as well, wasn't he? I'm just looking for it, actually. Let's see if I find John Wick. So I need to see what else I've seen Lawrence Fishburne in lately. So it feels like loads. Ian McShane's another one turns up in shit loads of stuff. Yeah. Never as much as you think it is. But, yeah. He actually he turned up in the most unlikeliest of places, um, <laughs> which I won't go into here on air. Well, that's a great story. <laughs> Thank you. No, um, I listened to um, a Jerry Anderson podcast, and Jamie Anderson was talking about a reboot of um, the Secret Service. I think because it's the fiftieth anniversary of the show this year, and he was like, oh, "I'd like to do a darker version." Secret of it, Service, I've not heard of. No, is it Secret Service? Uh, I've got to hear some more. Hold on. When we stand the end one, we talk a little nonsense. Um, and we're talking about um, all the Jerry Anderson uh, radio dramas, but um, Terry Hawks and Captain Scarlet, and he would like to do a radio drama with, instead of Stanley Edmund, who's now sadly not, no longer with us, but with Ian McShane. Okay. <laughs> so, there's this kind of vicar, you know, that obviously goes around shooting people up. So, but yeah, that's cool. I was like, what? Maybe fresh off. Is it, what was that Western series? Is it Dead, uh, Deadwood? And other sort of similar shows. So I was thinking that's an unlikely casting aspect. I thought that was quite funny. Oh, yeah, of course he, yeah, he uses claw to ingratiate himself, yeah. Look what I, I got done, what your king couldn't get mm. done. Yeah. I'm worthy, he's not. Yeah, I've done this. That didn't make sense on first viewing either, but of course anyone can challenge. On first viewing, he was talking like he had the right to the throne, and I'm like, but you're a cousin. Mm -hmm. That's not how monarchy tends to work. 
Mm. Yeah, because I think in, in, in the challenge that anyone from the tribe can challenge. Oh, is it? I don't know. Unless it's like anyone from the head of the... I don't know. Yeah. As long as you can honestly say you'd be on the top table at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be how it works. Hang on a minute, what's happened to me back? <laughs> There's no bullet in it. Yeah. Look at Army Governor. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Winchester. That's some fancy PJs. Yeah, quite nice pajamas, aren't they? I don't think so. I mean, he's done really well, Mark Freeman, but um, his entire career is mostly pulling the, the Tim face, though, isn't it? Well, <laughs> t- t- Tim was kind of fourth wall breaking. You would look at the camera and sort of go, you know. Just pull that face. Yeah. That, that, that kind of look that says, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh. And this is the bit where it all ends up. Oh. Most things are set up fairly well, actually. Mm. But I don't, I don't like the third act of this film very much. How much it will affect the ranking, I don't know, but I don't love it, I have to say. It's getting better on rewatch, which tells me the characters and premises are mm-hmm. essentially sound. I like being around it, which tells me the general sort of design choices, music, all that sort of thing, are sound. Mm-hmm. But I still think of the film as like more promising than I than anything else. Yeah, yeah, because mostly how, how it ends, you think you just wish it ended on a better note. But it's not; it's terrible. It's just. But like you can keep giving me films in this universe. If there was no Marvel Cinematic Universe and they suddenly came up with this, you'd go, yeah, I'll have four or five of these, no problem. Mm. I don't even know where I don't know where this was shot. Uh, Africa, probably. All oh, right, cool. On location. <laughs> you've That's see, fun, you, folks. I, I see you've got, a, you've got access to some cool information I can <laughs> get at. This is pretty Wales, there you are. Wales. Sunny Ainsbury. Shot in, in Bodley Salterton, you know. In the Welsh <laughs> Valley. Film next door to where Chris lives. Uh, I'm looking it up. Okay, so obviously the soundstage stuff would have been so right. A lot of it was shot in Atlanta. 
That's all going to go away soon. With Get all them tax of, rebates. Well, that's all going to go away soon because a lot of these states are going to end up being boycotted. Ridiculous. But yes, there was a period of time where... Because like, Baby Driver was shot in Atlanta as well. Mm. And I think Atlanta the Wasp might have been... Or parts of it were, anyway. Um, yeah, it was ta- and it's all tax choices, isn't it? Yeah. Um, like, come and film here, you'll get money off. Did they do the actual... Because they could have comped it in. It might well be Chadwick Boseman never went there, but I, I'm just looking to see where they shot the sort of physical stuff. Additional filming took place in South Korea. Well, we know that. Yes. Uh, Reference the car chases from Bullet Drive and French Connection. Well, yeah. Obviously. Um, Filming filming moved to Gwangali Beach. That's South Korea, so that's still South Korea. Um, Additional shooting taking place at the Wenzori Mountains. That's you... On the border between Uganda and Congo. Uh-huh. And a national park in Uganda. So, yeah, a lot of Uganda, basically. Yeah. And there's some aerial footage of South Africa, Zambia, Uganda, and South Korea. So, a truly Uga- international Uganda. Place. Yeah, it's brilliant. It wasn't Wales at all, Chris. You're fucking miles off, you idiot. <laughs> Neither was it Bradley Salterton. Yeah. Part of the reason for... Uh, Chris is obviously just coming to the end of his degree, so by Becker's logic, he will soon be a nurse, stroke, uh, <laughs> doctor of complicated surgery. Dr. Chris. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Like, you know, when I've been in the hospital, like, some some people do do ask me, so, uh, are you, are you, uh, so are you training for to be a doctor? And I was like, I'm like looking at my like my, my nurse tunic. I'm going like, no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> assume that because you're male. Is that older people? Do you get like, but you're a man. <laughs> no, Dude, no. Bonnie's I... going, but you're a male nurse. I'm whispering it. <laughs> <laughs> no, funny enough, no. It's um, you get plenty, plenty of male nurses. Well, yeah, I know you do now. So not exactly rare. No, no, but it is more dominantly female. It's fewer, granted. Yeah. 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 Which is understandable, it's more of a kind of fashion book. Yeah, caring about shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's more the nurturing side of it. It's, it's, it's very much more akin to that book. Yeah, no. It's plenty of, uh, plenty <laughs> now, of guys. finally, they've got a man who can stand and offer them a tissue at distance. <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fully enough, I've, I've done that quite a few times recently. <laughs> there's absolutely no reason to take this battle but fuck it why not there's no reason to take this battle at all no it's a bit silly isn't it well I think the problem is though the problem is though it's how it looks as well it's like well I, I could I could go like no fuck you but then I look like a tyrant Mm. And then I'd lose like trust in my people. It, you know, word would it, it would become like Chinese whispers. Like obviously you got like him, him being like, "Oh no, he, that's wrong." 
you're not worthy and it would, shit would just spread and you'd, you'd lose the faith of the people so it'd be like I kind of have to just kind of silence it all you paint a picture of a hellish scenario Chris well it, it, yeah but it's kind of true though isn't it it's kind of like yeah, it shit probably. probably but on, I mean you don't have to fight everybody who fucking challenges you though, necessarily no you don't I mean, but there it, was, there, it was depend- a, there was there was the call to challenge at the point where he is his sort of coronation or investiture or whatever you want to call it yeah. All that but, water wasted again because they've just had to go and pull the plug <laughs> out again. Their water bills must be fucking through the roof. Congo fucking disappears. <laughs> just... Press the magic button. How are we going to pay our water bills? Vibranium, same as any other fucking Vibranium. question you ask. And the answer. Right, have another drink of this. Yeah, I know we would do. I know we did this last week. Right. It's become a weekly occurrence around it. I, be I honestly couldn't believe we were here again. I thought it was quite a major flaw in the structure of the film. Mm. Even that dancing thing they're doing, they're like, oh, they look less, way less interested. They were like, oh god, we didn't we do this last week? I think that's the yeah, point. But, yeah, but again, it's set it up. It's establishing what it is. If they just like. Yeah, I've come to terms with it over time. I think the film's really good, but. Well, Koya looks like she needs to fart. <laughs> well, he does. He's holding it in. He's like, I'm a lady. If you need to fart, write to us and expect <laughs> us to talk at gmail.com. That's <laughs> so random. I'll get emails from Nigerian princes saying, I need a bathroom. So give me all your money. Yeah, I'm really glad you uh, carried on talking then, Becca, because I very nearly jumped in with a really ill-judged impression. <laughs> so, and actually, your, your your continuing to talk gave me time to think better of it. So thank oh, you. Oh, okay. I think I probably know what you were going to say. Anyway, let's just admire the naked bodies. Yeah, but they're all male. It's explosive. <laughs> different when it's women it's called a double standard yeah it is it's only male nudity in this film it's wrong in my view you sexist (laughs) women (laughs) us men we're all for yeah yeah Yeah. equal opportunities and all that I'm happy to show my knob to anyone who wants to see it I'm just totally open all you ask is women just show the tits every once in a while. I, mean, I know. <laughs> I know. <coughs> yeah, I mean, they could have a couple of reaction shots of women in the crowd there flapping them about a bit. It's not even any side boob. They could even turn side on and pretend to be looking at something else. They so can't, can't even fake it. They can't even fake it and like just get close up of a, of a fat guy. <laughs> yeah, just really close in. Oh, look at those! It powers out. <laughs> a fat but no, if all you're interested in is bodies. What I'm interested in is character plot story. 
Maybe a little bit of CGI on the side. Oh, your father. Oh. Bit harsh. Just a little bit. Koya looked like less <laughs> like she needed a fart that time. Though, so I reckon she's, I reckon she's just been easing gas out in the last minute or so. No, so to be fair, uh, Florist Whisker did just save his life. So. Florist Whisker. Yeah. <laughs> the movie would have been over if he hadn't. And, and he did it. And he did it anywhere in the county. <laughs> Had only twenty-four hours notice. <laughs> At reasonable prices. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, available for delivery on Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you can let them know, just giving them a new career. I hope he doesn't mind. It's plate lip. Grateful. <laughs> oh. Isn't the guy who he, 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 uh, plays the uh, you know plate lip? He's in the Bond film, isn't he? Yeah, he's yes, a, he, yeah, over tribe. So he's, he's, he's uh, one of the um, Stephen O'Banno. On the, yeah, he's one of the ones who the uh, Schiffer is desperately trying to sort of keep sweet. Yeah, no, he's the River Tribal Elder with the massive uh, lip disc. Yeah, which I, you know, not to knock any of the cultural elements behind any of it because largely I don't know anything about it. But I've always, it's it's quite uncomfortable to look at even that. Those lips stretched yeah, I wonder what, like I wonder what it was like, like to wear. Mm. Yeah, Bond basically killed him on the stairs. Bottom of the stairwell in Casino Royale. That's, him. Mm, that's quite one of the grisly, grisly scenes. Well, would you say it's a trope that kind of like that presumably fall, falling to your death off, off a cliff into the water? Yeah. Yes, it is. The tropes would be different if I wrote it, because I think those two should take pleasure in each other now. <laughs> because would that not be just had, or something? Well, I don't think they're related. Not related, and, no. And even if they are, they're actresses, we don't care. But it's more the fact that like we've just had male nudity, like you say. You need to kind of even the, uh, you know. Yeah, so they should be, you know... Rub rubbing their naked too. bosoms, like, next <laughs> Yeah. That'll be like overly gratuitous, though. No. <laughs> no, because sure? we'd, we'd film it from side on, so it would look like it's just side boob, because the boob, boobs <laughs> would just be pressed together. We wouldn't highlight anything too naughty. Well, we would. Dave's but... awesome cut. Oh. My phone's dying. Right, turn it off, turn it off again. I can't deny this film looks beautiful though. For all its flaws. No, oh, it's lovely. A lot, a lot, a lot of it's very, very low lit with just like mm. little highlights and sort of. It's a lot of sort of orange and yellow in it. It's lovely.
I'm off to meet me dad. That looks like a set as well. The Jurassic World set. It looks very um, Indiana Jones 4. Yeah. <laughs> it's like CK Blanchett with a bob. Or the plastic leaves. <laughs> yeah. They should start stick, sort of sinking into... Quicksand. Quicksand type stuff now. Dr. Jones. <laughs> Dr. Jones. One of the worst performances from a really great actress. Oh, she hammed it right up. Not normally a good thing. Yeah. Weren't in that film anyway. Yeah, she played essentially the same role in Thor, and she was really good. Yeah, she was amazing. Thor Ragnarok. Was it the same role? Yeah, yeah, to, was... yeah to do much the same thing, isn't it? Female villain with a crazy hairdo. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I thought, thought, I think, I thought I Hell think... was a lot more like uh, vicious and kill hungry whereas uh, in in Jones 4 it just felt she was just a bit more like I, I'm i a psychic Russian Dr. Psychic. Jones yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit weird <laughs> Dr. Jones <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> to be fair she looked better as hell but that's just a personal taste yeah Mm-hmm. Amazing, they all speak English to each other as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is him reliving his uh, what he did when he was a kid. Yeah. Not literally, because they're going to be like chatting about the fact that yeah, he's I'm dead. dead in that. I, don't, I, I don't. They had that conversation. What do you think of the fact that I'm dead? Bit of a turn up, isn't it? I just I don't know. There's layers to this. When you think about how. T'Chaka and T'Challa talk to each other and the setting and everything mm. about it and compare it to this. But his, um, his dad here actually gives like a, a bit of a mournful look at the end. Yeah. Which is kind of... Given he, he's, he's supposed to be coming from the same place as his dad, is what, what he perceives his dad is kind of just how... So when he just says everybody dies, I just think there's a little bit of sadness of like, mm. I, I know what you're going to become now. Mm. Yeah, it is really yeah, I've, I've not integrated you into your society, you, you've been left alone, and mm. your worldview is now extremely cynical, to say the least. I may just have ruined your life. Yeah, it's almost like I failed my son. It's always that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, so uh, when they pinch, um, they pinch a little flower. Yeah. The implication as well mm-hmm. is um, he'll be the last Black Panther now. See, I I much prefer the idea of the fact that um, the this the flower lady who's like who, who he's threatening kind of just put a few aside or, or did something or, or get yeah Hopefully. you know because um rather, rather than her take just take one well i suppose i still still need to do that for the rest of the film but i think that i think that would have um just made like people still had faith in chikala you know it was that kind of like well, we're hanging on to hope you know we're not just gonna oh. When I saw this shot, all I thought of was the thir- first Thor film, because Kenneth Branagh was wanking himself silly on Dutch angles and stupid <laughs> things like that. I like Kugler, but that was like a pointless gimmick of a shot. Yeah, but the, the score bit really worked, though, were it? Mm. Yeah, just have a good score. The you know because he he kind of had the uh, you know the the, the hip hop kind of kind of theme as he just sort of like just strolls over. Yeah. It just kind of like just matched. It kind of came on nicely, was as as it's like twisting around. So they didn't go with the obvious black, predominantly black cast choice, Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> Given bomb producers just fucking copy whatever is going on anywhere else, I'm amazed they didn't use like Isaac Hayes or something for that film. <laughs> Not that I'm knocking the McCartney song at all, by the way, but it was just like what an odd choice. They just go with the overall sound of it, don't they? I think so. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, I suppose. I mean, Isaac Hayes did do Shaft. I can't. I I I don't know my date, so I don't know what came first, Living Let Die or Shaft. Was, I think Shaft was first. Yeah, so Shaft was almost kind of like the Black Bond. I don't know if he was perceived that at the time, or that was more of a... Yeah, it was a, a, More of a reaction. Yeah, I don't know if that was more like sort of, opi- you know, opinion in retro, so re- retrospective um, take, but yeah, he's kind of considered as like the Black Bond, so I don't know whether that was just kind of like, oh, well, we'd be... just be copying it, really, so let's try and do something slightly different. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the thinking. I don't know the attitude at the time. Could just been like, oh, you know, Beatles are hot. Well, yeah, when, when you think about the sort of turnaround time to get a film made and stuff like that, they tend to pick who was big a couple of years before. Yeah. Like, Duran Duran were past their peak by the time they did a Bond theme. In terms of like popularity, anyway, and so yeah, I mean McCartney. I mean, I know it was Wings. I don't know. Yeah, they frequently they'll pick things that were really really popular a year or two before. Like Jack Black was Jack Black. Jack White, sorry, was past uh-huh. his peak. Well, past the peak of his popularity by the time he did a bomb thing. Yeah, because also she had like uh, um, Seven Nation Army, which was kind of Bondish. That's yeah, huge. About, about five years before them. Mm. Um, what else? 
Yeah, I mean, I suppose I, I don't know where Sam Smith sits now today. Um, he's popular as ever. No, yeah. yeah. Probably on his couch at the moment, I reckon. No, he might be in bed. He might be in bed by. Hang on, his money. No, he's, he's on tour. We've got new album out. Obviously, Adele's popular as ever. So. But even then, they probably chose her on the basis of an album she'd made three or yeah. four years before. Yeah, definitely. What's well, to get the status, isn't it? You know, if they want this sort of iconic British film. Um, so also to go with, to coincide with the uh, with the anniversary as well. So it's like, well, who are you going to pick? Who's who's active? And obviously not Ed Sheeran. The Queen, <laughs> she could do a song. It was a it was a. Oh Jubilee. God, it's going to be Ed Sheeran. It's, it's going to be Ed Sheeran from the next one, isn't it? No, no. It is, isn't it? It's going to be Ed Sheeran. They're going to no, do it. It won't happen. Who do you think it's going to be? He's going to do uh, the yet untitled Bond film. Oh dear. Um. BTS. <laughs> no. Um, oh, good question. Um, I would like Paloma Faith, but I don't think it's going to happen. Paloma Faith? Yeah, I think she's pretty cool. But, yeah, I don't think she's going to do one. Um, it'll probably be, again, like whoever's flavour of the month. So. Whoever was flavour of the month, like, a year ago. <laughs> BTS? No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a middle-aged man. You just that's noise. I don't know who any fucking one is. So like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> don't know who that is. No idea. Basically, a Korean boy band. <laughs> but um, right. yeah, I don't. I don't really care. Who, you know, whoever they pick, just as long as they're good. I always thought Ellie Goulding would be in a running. Yeah, she's quite good. I mean, Radiohead did actually. Record one and it was shit. Oh yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Well, it was just very Radiohead. It was like, oh, it was just discordant bollocks. It was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I like Radiohead. I've I've got like a number of Radiohead albums. I probably would have classed them as my favourite act as a while back. But like, uh, that is just that is parody Radiohead. What they did for Spectre. Just meandering, slightly discordant fucking mess. As it's as the new film as Bond Twenty Five is to do with the technolo- um, technology theme, how about Muse? I don't know enough Muse to be fair, but I wouldn't argue with it. From what yeah, I do, yeah, I can have a listen. Yeah, I, I, it, the I, thing that it lost a couple of albums, it has been very much I'm, technology I'm at the forefront. Sh- I'm also, sure they they did a song called Consideration. I think they might have done, but no, I'd also like Muse to do a theme. I think it's right up their street for sure. Especially in terms of what looks to be like the plot and or story of Bond Twenty Five. Play, I, so. I suspect they'll play safe and pick a woman this time. They'll play safe, play safe and pick Adele. <laughs> oh, they take Adele. They take Adele in a heartbeat if they could get Adele again. It's whether Adele would want to do it. Yeah, she has some other commitments right now. And the Kotam in sugar. It does look a little bit like that. Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> Should have had that on the soundtrack. <laughs> in Was it on the voice. Guardians of the Galaxy? That would have been amazing. Just Chris. The, the voice of an angel. Does, voice of an angel. Suddenly randomly does a song for the <laughs> Black Panthers. You should have represented us at Eurovision. We well, you know, Def Leppard and Black Panther. 
joining mm. forces. Uh, yeah, teaming up. So, I've uh, just been finding out, you're apparently you're a shit dad. <laughs> and we're a shit king. Yeah, just well. see this, this is the last time I'm going to speak to you. Uh, you're crap. <laughs> I mean, genuinely bad. What was that? I mean, about? I mean, for fuck's sake! I mean, everything was a lie. Uh, son, do you, we have to do this in front of everyone? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, can we go off into? Can we book a meeting room and just have a quiet chat about this? This Should is just... embarrassing. I'm a former monarch, you know. <laughs> Who the fuck and, are you? Who the fuck are you talk to me like that? All, the, all shit? the people, all the people behind Chaka should be sort of nervously looking at their feet. Yeah. Right, this is embarrassing. <laughs> this arrogant dick. He's only been king five minutes, and in fact, he, he gave it up briefly because of a stupid fight. Anyway, I'm going to have to become king now and start giving, like, foreigners shit. <laughs> yeah. Since, since the last guy nearly tried to kill them all. Yeah. Can you imagine if the final act, act of this film was just, like, him peacefully re- reacquiring the crown and just increasing the foreign aid budget? That would, that would, That's it. The final act of the Marvel film. He signs into a law... That like five percent of GDP is going to foreign aid. <laughs> That's fun, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the black legislator. <laughs> Alternate movie title. V- vaguely cat themed. I can't believe how wasted Angela Bassett is in this film, actually. Just because she's a name. If she if she, if she's someone I'd never heard of, I think, well, she's fine for the part or whatever. But It's taken. She, she was better when she was Madge Sinclair, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if he was in the old suit and she had to, like, hide it <clears throat> about her person. Yeah, I just think it would have been better if they didn't do the whole giving the powers thing. Yeah. Oh, well, it works. But, yeah, the film's less interesting from now on. And there's the guy from Us. Which I haven't seen and probably won't see. Not because I've got anything against it, I'll just, I'll never get around to that type of film, I never do. A horror. Yeah, I say I don't dislike horror anywhere near as much as comes across, but it's just never, ever my first choice. Very rarely the way I want to feel in life anyway. And I just, like, I never get around to it. And I'm not sometimes something horror will go on my to-do list and then it becomes a to-don't list. 
<laughs> Coming soon on Do You Spencer Talk. It's like get out, get out. I yeah. had that. I had that on a on like a Netflix queue now or whatever it was for so long, and every time I went to it, I ended up watching something else. Yeah, yeah. It's not my thing, but a handful of horror films are among my favourites. But they tend to be really old ones now, so there's a hint of I don't know classic or I don't know nostalgia about I don't know, but yeah. By and large, if I had to lose a genre of film, I'd lose horror before I lost anything else. Mm. And when you think musicals are a thing, that's saying something. Because musicals are weird, aren't they? You're following a story and then people just suddenly burst into song. That's just weird. Yeah. As a concept. Well, I mean... I well, I kind of like wondered that, but I think, funny enough, was when I was when I saw Les Mis, I just I just suddenly it kind of clicked clicked to me like in terms of like how things in films in in certain films are just like like it's in that reality. Do you know what I mean? So like some some films have a heightened sense of reality of like oh well that that would never happen or. Well, in that reality, yeah, yeah, and it's just like it's just the aesthetic of that of that thing, isn't it? So that's just how how it works. Um, Full enough, I think musicals are kind of like similar to action films, uh, and I think comedy is similar to horror. It's very sort of um, yeah, there's a bit of cross pollination, isn't there? They're not too well, a step or two away from each other. Well, what I will say is, com- comedy and horror both share both share the characteristic of the hit rates really low. Mm. Yeah. In that, like, I love comedy, but like, ninety-eight percent of screen comedies are fucking awful. They, they very, very rarely get comedy right. Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same with horror. Uh, like, yeah, most horror films I ever see are like embarrassingly poor. And, they, and, and once they, in a and while, they have they to be really short right. as well. They, they have, have to be, be ninety short. minutes. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, horror, yeah, when like horror, on the rare occasion horror gets it right for me, it's fantastic. But it's just so rare. Most horror films, I just feel like I'll fucking grow up. Uh, but comedy's exactly the same. I, uh, every time I go and see a comedy on the big screen, I'm I'm expecting to be disappointed almost. I'm I'm like, yeah, these things don't normally work. It might be something to do with filmmaking. It doesn't lend itself to being able to judge comedy moments mm. and stuff like that. I just think a lot of it is down to the, a lot of them. It's just too long now. Uh, comedies are, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And yeah, I'm, maybe it's just like just, just quite a few of them now are just aren't that fun, aren't funny. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know, what, I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, people disagree because I'm sure there are plenty of comedic films that people like, but I don't know. Is literally fighting hundreds of men. Yeah, fighting yeah, everybody. I was going to say, this does not sell me this is a nation at war. <laughs> Basically, there are more people in the average school playground. Yeah. 
So yeah, this was all really, really underwhelming. Yeah, it's just a bunch of people having a fight in the field somewhere. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Could have saved a lot of time if he just got Wakabi's girlfriend and said, look, threatened so, to stop blowing so, his Go door. on, sort your husband out, go on. <laughs> What 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 are them um, the things where people like dress up and have like fake battles? What like sealed knot and stuff? I don't, yeah. I don't know what they're called, but you know, like sort of they sealed knot is um, like it, Civil War reenactment. Yeah, or they there's Viking equivalents. And or stuff or like kind that. of like a role play thing, or it's like, do you know what I mean? It looks kind of like that. It's not great. Very typical Marvel in that Marvel have got very. I think most the Marvel format seems to have learnt a little from like early George Lucas, you know, the Star Wars films. That as Star Wars went along, certainly by the second film onwards, he started like cross cutting things in Act Three. So you think of Return of the Jedi, particularly. You know, you're cross cutting a space battle and Luke and down on the sort of mm-hmm. forest moon and stuff. And Marvel have got very into doing that over the years. Um, and it's certainly here as well, cross-cutting between different <coughs> things. It's one of the main reasons you've got Elliot there, mm. is to give you something to cut to. So you've got T'Challa doing what T'Challa's doing, you've got um, Killmonger doing what Killmonger's doing, and they will converge in a minute. And at the same time, you've got like Elliot doing his thing. Yeah, uh, that's. I think George Lucas is very. Maybe I mean maybe there's a bit of film history I'm missing here, but that that feels very George Lucas to me. Yeah, yeah. Return of the Jedi. And of course, that's that's part of the sort of standard mm. format of those films now. So Star Wars routinely cross cuts in the third act anyway. Mm. I mean, it makes sense because you feel you naturally incentive is to something to cut away too. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, right, well, let's not. Because people start getting bored if we stay here, so let's. Yeah. Well, that was some iffy CG there. Iffy in relative terms. Marvel CG is always okay, mm. but every now and again, there's an element where you go, yeah, okay. Oh, is it, yeah. Build up energy. You're not gonna. He is quite good. Quite good at the bad guy thing, though. I must say, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, need to look him up a minute just to see what what I've missed. I know he's really trying to get together a uh, Thomas Crown Affair remake. Mm. Which I mean, if he started now, it's not going to be a cup for a couple of years, so it'll be like twenty-two years or mm. so since the Pierce Brosnan version, which is fine. Um, I'm just looking up. I'm just looking up a minute. Black Panther 2 hasn't even mm. officially been announced yet, but we know it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Let's have a look. 
Who who do you cast as the female lead in that film? With Michael B. Jordan. Oh, no idea. I wouldn't even know where to start. Um, you, I mean, you're looking for around the same age as him, aren't you? So, probably. So, someone born around late 80s. She's generally generally that role's an insurance investigator. you got to have someone comes off as quite mm. smart and sophisticated. Um, I don't know. Renee Zellweger, there you are. Yeah, about... 20 years too old. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Russo, you could do worse than Emma Stone when you look at the age. Yeah. yeah. yeah somebody like that. You are looking for somebody who was born late 80s probably. And she was born 1988. So perfect. I got really bored during this stuff. Yeah. What with the CGI fight? Yeah. Yeah, that 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 standard Marvel fight fight a baddie that that's basically the same as you. You enjoying this, Becca? Mm. I yeah, I kind of dragged a little bit towards the end. But, I mean, it's, it still looks great. Like, visually, it's still... You know, it's, it's still fine. Um, I just kind of feel like we're kind of reaching the end now. So it's kind of like the final last... You know, it, probably over the, uh, the finish it's, line. It, it's like you're just waiting for it to end. Like, okay, fine, yeah, I'll get there. Really. I mean, it's still, it's still, right, we got the gist. You've got to fight. It still looks good, though. I mean, there, there are a few moments in this film where the CGI or kind of visuals kind of drop to a minimum level, so... Plus, it's like about to midnight. Obviously, <laughs> so. not now when you listen, but there we are. <laughs> no, that's it. Listen, you now have to listen, listen to it. Yes, at night. You're not allowed to do it any other time. This right. is this was going to be this was going to be a late recording anyway, but then we had sort of like connection problems and God knows what else. And then on yeah, top of that, we tried to work out our, we tried to work out our future Technology. schedule on top of that based around leave and weeks we've lost and stuff. Let's say we haven't missed a week from your guys' perspective, but we haven't recorded for nearly three weeks. So, yeah, we're trying to figure that all out. I don't think we got underway till about a quarter to ten. It's all good. I don't mind. It's a good film. I was just about to ask Becca what our favourite Marvel film is, but I guess we'll find that out we'll next week. We'll find that out probably. next time. Yeah! Yeah, don't ruin it. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, brilliant, Chris. Just blown the fucking racket. Oh, the dark off. world. Oh, spoiler alert. Well, I, I can imagine that will be the extremities of our list. Um, the highlight of Endgame end game was revisiting that film. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of was. It was a really strong part of Endgame. biggest problem I've got with ranking this time is is less about position and more about the fact that my approach is not consistent from one film to the next. I'm sort of part preference, part quality, part expectation, part what it was following. 
You know what I mean? I'll explain it all when we go into the rankings, but like, I agonised over my bottom three. Not the bottom three was the bottom three, but the order of it and the logic behind the order of it, I really agonised is too strong, but I kept changing my mind. Yeah. I had a similar problem with the top two. I had a similar problem with a run of two or three films in the middle. Yeah, it's not the easiest ranking list. Yeah, I keep my fairly simple between quality and personal. It's it's largely preference, I have to say. But it's not complete. That what I'm saying is, I was getting myself tying myself in knots over it, so I just kind of went with preference. But even then, I'm not a hundred percent consistent there because mm-hmm. I've I've ranked a couple of things, you know, below stuff that I like less and things like that. It's we'll talk about it as we get there, but I think that'll make for an entertaining episode because there's tons of caveats to everything you say. So when you start to say, well, I've put this there, but I thought about putting it there and I wasn't sure because of this, and so my logic is that. But that's all the stuff that make rankings easy. It, you know, a rankings episode interesting because otherwise you're just literally saying, what did you put there? All oh, right, I'll put this. You know, mm. it's all about how you justify it. Anyway, it's not about right and wrong. It's only an opinion. And I think Marvel is is a series you could rightfully rank lots and lots of different ways. I think. Most of the films sort of belong in a certain sort of third, if you like, you know, but no, I wouldn't say much more than that. And a couple of those are a matter of opinion as well. There's the odd one in there that I've like ranked for its importance and things like that, you know, a bit like I did with Bond. I put Goldeneye higher than I wanted to just because it's a really important Bond film. You can't deny it is. Right, now stop twatting around or I won't, like, play with you and shit. (laughs) Oh, oh, fuck that. I love the way he has a look around like it's moral and not just he might be denied a bit of loving. (laughs) No, no, I made a a moral choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all for show, isn't it? Really? Yeah, no, he's having a look around going, oh yeah, I see the destruction. Oh no. Not just, fuck, am I going without? But, I mean, just what about people who are probably already dead by now? Yeah, like I say, easy defence, they're all actors. <laughs> no one ever died. I'm surprised you never used to see that in episodes of like Perry Mason and stuff. What well, defence? Defend- yeah. Like, fuck whether I'm guilty or not, they're all actors. So, I, you know, in fact, I saw one of them on the bill last night. <laughs> that fight was lame, but there you go. Nice finish, though. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. Ouch. Ooh. Nasty. Did everyone actually remember Nightmare? What, the game, the kids' yeah. game thing? Yeah, vaguely. I never yeah. really watched it, but I saw... it. Quite was Often it would be on when I got home. Yeah. So, like, you put it on and you watch a minute or two and then... But I was never... I didn't really like it that much. I remember watching it. Well, obviously, it was like when I was a very young age. So... Yeah. Um, I used to sort of carry the spider a bit when it was the, the big... 
the big spider game or they have to like maneuver out of it. I was like, no, I can't see, can't see, no, that's horrible. No, no, no. But apart from that, yeah. So he uh, he he gives uh, Killmonger a hand job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just guessing. Why not? Right, you know? right. St- stick with me on this, Eric. Right, I'm gonna sit you down here. Have you seen Blade Two? <laughs> You'll love this. It, you have it. Isn't it ironic how similar hang this on, is? Hang on, just before you die, right? <laughs> yeah. Can you hang on enough? Well, if I fast forward in it, we could just watch the last few minutes. I can show you, look. You won't catch fire, though. I just like the. I just thought it was a similar visual. <laughs> but it's, it was just a thought, you know, of like, you know, staring at sunset for. That you've not seen before. Yeah. You see how much leaner he got to play Adonis Creeper. Mm. Mm, definitely. Even in even in the body, because I think I watched that not long after this on one of my viewings, and not only is he slighter in the face, he's he's leaner in the body as well. When we get to the John Wick series, I must remember to talk about their training regime for it because it's fucking mental. How hard everyone trains for those films. He could probably actually do these things for real. It's months of it. We're not talking about six weeks or anything. It is months and months of it. Many, many, many hours a day. What would be more grueling? That's all um, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, well, Bob Wolverg lives there every day, doesn't he, apparently? That's crazy, wasn't it? Like, he got up a stupid look in the morning. Yeah, but he, he can't... It's not like that every day, because obviously his situation changes day for day. You know, he like he, he, he travels, he has film schedules, he... Mm-hmm. You know, he... Yeah, fair enough. He, he, yeah, I, I can't see that being every day. <clears throat> We need to see more of this in the sequel. Or this street level Wakanda. Though it does look very similar to um, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Doesn't look that different. I just wonder how such an advanced, educated society could have such lazy graffiti. But the answer would probably, <laughs> but the answer would probably be vibranium, because that's the answer to everything else. Yeah, it's it's, it's a downside, like the creative, <laughs> the creativity of uh, graffiti. Uh, Look at that behind him. That's not all like quality artwork, anyway. Oh. See now, he should make some sort of pun about some sort coming of quip. T- coming twice a year or something in the credits. <laughs> oh, why didn't you ask me? Yeah, that. That'll do. Or something. What does yeah. he say at the end of Let Me Daylight? Like oh. You're calling me a horse's ass. No. <laughs> sorry. No, he just does that whistling thing. Oh, he it? does, yeah. 
Okay, no problem. Yeah, he said something like about um, thinking I'd missed missed this performance or something like that. Oh, I think yeah, I think I missed yeah some cheesy line, isn't it? I think I missed this performance. This is the furthest I've ever flown for a blowjob. That's not true. <laughs> um, I, I I think on the basketball court it should have been all the same people who were playing in 1992, but now middle-aged men. They've just not moved. <laughs> All the same people. Still wearing the same clothes, so they just like really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really tattered. Just really tight fitted. Give, like... give the impression they've literally not moved. <laughs> so. Right, so, uh, Shuri, what I've done is I've bought three utter shitholes and you're going to run them. Enjoy! Bye! My ship's over there. Bye! <laughs> She looks delighted, doesn't she? <laughs> oh no, she does now, actually, to be fair. The science and are information. You, are you, are you just trying to get rid of me, brother? No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> this is going to be just as busy. He just pressed that thing on his necklace to, like, or his, sorry, wrist, you know. Um, bracelet, that's the word. Yes. Uh, well, he then. could have knocked it. He could have just knocked it against something, and that would have happened. Or oh, what if he pressed the wrong button and it could have just destroyed everything? Around it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A- activate weapons. Is <laughs> porn and cloaked? <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice helpful note to finish on, though. Hey, hey, I'd like to come and talk to you as a representative of a troubled <laughs> neighbourhood to say thank you. Who are you? Ah, I'm Batman. <laughs> no, hang on. I'm your father. This is a really cool credit sequence. They've all been really good in the last few years. They have. They've really See, upped their game with this sort of. See, it cuts. It's, it's like a bunny film. It's so pretty. It's, it cuts to this uh, really nice looking like credit sequence. But yeah. I, I like to think that he's actually said, uh, rather than like, say, "Who are you? I'm Black Panther." He said, "Who are you?" My your fucky business a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he knows out. What's it to Panther. Black Panther. You can't just do that, you know. You can't just go up to random strangers and demand <laughs> to know who they are, you little prick. Sort of, he knows get... In fact, I'm going to set up this institute to teach little shits like you some manners, for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah. Actually, bollocks, I was going to do a science and information exchange, but you're such a bunch of arrogant no, twats. He's... No, he's get... I'm not going to... We get it. Yeah. I just blew out a definite shag to fly over. Oh, Lazy boys. I think you are in some. Original songs by Kendrick Lamar. As in, like, song. Yep. Well. There's it... a load of them on. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't realise there were other songs. Well, I had several to choose from when I was like trying to put trailer music together and stuff like that. On the, on the original review, eventually went and picked James Brown because like Chadwick yeah. Boseman played him, and I prefer that. No, but I actually said like in in the title, it's like uh, rich, uh, original songs by. Kendrick yeah, there are several like... songs. Go, go on to YouTube, you will find loads of them. Well, how many are in the film? I, d- I don't. Yeah, know. that's what I mean. I was like, 
Really? Okay. They kind of it kind of washed over me. With Angela Bassett as not Madge Sinclair. <laughs> not. And Forrest Whitaker as I thought uh, he was in uh, I thought he was in loads of stuff, but I was sorta of thinking of Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, as not James L. Jones. <laughs> yeah. Black Panther. <laughs> right, so now they're at the United Nations in Austria. And he's basically doing his, his Nelson Mandela. Hello. Yeah, I'm from Wakanda. My name's Tom Selleck. <laughs> now, this moustache this mustache does some very interesting things. Uh, yeah, so you know that the, the bit about you all thought we were like dirt poor? Well, um, yeah. Um, I'm T'Challa, and with me is the head of my uh, protection team and some bird I'm nobbing. <laughs> Most underwhelming offer ever. We can share everything we have. And they're like, but your third world. You so know, like, the, the reality is, they would get a ton of shit for this, for like saying, hang on, so you've just been lying to everyone this entire time. Well, Whole Africa's the ha- been a load of shit, and you've said they've done nothing. Yeah. The other thing is, in reality, they probably would be receiving like foreign aid and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They have been isolationists, so they probably haven't taken anything. Yeah. But yeah. Actually. Yeah. Oh, they're all smug now. Look at them, smug, smug bastards. bastards. <laughs> yeah, he's all like, oh, yeah, 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 oh you gonna see. tell him? Vibranium yeah. is the answer to that question. Yeah, vibranium. Yeah, I don't think so. He's <laughs> He goes like vibranium, and then he's just gonna go like, "What the fuck's vibranium?" And then he's gonna tell him, and they're gonna go, "Bullshit." Captain America's shield. Like, right, okay. How does that have practical? So they'll say, in reality, right? They all know it. They they would know get the reference to Captain America's shield. Yeah. And then he would try to convince them that they can revolutionize everything on the basis of a very hard metal. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 absorbs energy. Anyway. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, it is the answer to everything, though vibranium. Yeah, that's really the one answer to that question. But yeah. how are they going to do it? Are they going to do it in a way that, you know, be like, is it just going to reveal the truth about the conduct of the world, or are they going to do it in a kind of way that, or they must not reveal their true identity? And I don't know where Cluzo was. He was in all the rest of these fucking films. <laughs> you know what I mean. Sorry. I didn't see Paris once. Shocking. Yeah, it, yeah, it must be in the Kugler Cup. The Kugler Cup. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> People are still banging on about the fucking Snyder Cut all these years later. Oh no! I'd, I'd, I'd still want, I still want to see the Snyder Cut of just a Lee. just, just because I'm, I'm just He's curious. Got one somewhere. I want to know. Home. I, I want to know. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's just this sudden retconning that he's some misunderstood genius, yeah, and we've been denied something, and it's like, 
Uh, I think any film is better made with one vision, even if that one vision is two directors. I don't have a problem with like the Russos, for example. But like, yeah, him and Joss Whedon are the pairing of those two as like the two creative forces on that film did speak to a studio that are just like picking net picking mm. successful names as opposed to like because th- those two do not go together they just don't go together at all so would i rather see what one of them would have done just one yeah but am i confident it's better no i mean if if you're calling it unreleasable and calling in joss whedon then it, it was clearly troubled Yes, it is. It is. It is a shame, really. Well, I think as time's gone by, it's kind of embarrassing. I mean, you you, you look at like um, you look at the plots of of things like um, well, is it Infinity War and Justice League are not wildly different films in what they're trying to achieve, and. Justice League is just hilariously bad by con- con- by contrast mm-hmm. in scale, ambition, quality, everything. I mean, and it doesn't even come close to the first Avengers film. Not not even close. Mm. So I I think it's such a shame, and it's the lowest grossing DC film. I think whether that's changed now with Shazam, I'm not sure. But it was it was like the lowest grossing DC it's film. You've got you've got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in the same film, with the Flash who has some you know popularity and Aquaman and stuff before his own film, and it it topped out at six hundred odd million or something. It the, the films are not. I can't believe how badly they've screwed it. Shazam! I don't know, Becca. It didn't. It's not that big. No. <clears throat> it's done well, but it was quite low budget. Sure. Yeah. So it's uh it will it will be lower than Justice League. Yeah, its box office at the moment is three hundred and sixty one million. So it's not super high, but they they only made it for like less than a hundred million. Oh. That's a long got it. Yeah, I did yeah, I think I think one of one of my annoyances about cinematic um, films at some of these days is that nothing gets a chance to kind of just sort of it either has to do well straight away or that's it. Uh, there's very few sort of sleeper hits, are there? I mean, yeah. there, there, there are things that don't open as big. Mm. I mean, you look at something like Wonder Woman; it didn't open massive and just had legs, and that does happen. But you're still looking at in objective terms, a fairly big opening. Yeah. And and that's not a slight on uh, Gal Gadot. No, no, no. It's it's um no, it's amazing. Just it's just because you know sometimes films just need time just to kind of find an audience, and I don't think films get a chance to do that anymore. They kind of like get hit by. Um, Hit, hit by all the promotional stuff and then that's it I mean, the last thing I saw that didn't open enormous and I don't think was ever number one but just lasted forever was The Greatest Showman mm. that was kind of an exception that was just that I mean even now that's done very very good money mm. 
but not enough that you would think that must have been in cinemas for six months. That came out at the right time because if you come out on, by, say, Boxing Day, yeah. like releases tend to slow it down. Came out then out or for in a the week new year. So. I think we might have got it in early January or something, but it was counter. No, it was, it was Boxing Day. It was Boxing Day it came out. Um, in this country, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so around that time, releases kind of slow down anyway. There's, you know, there, there, there tends to be not much happening for a week or so. So uh, I think that in itself gives gives you a, a chance to to kind of like find your feet and become a hit. If it was released any other time of the year, I'm not sure. It, it might not have done the, the box office that it did. So, this is Bucky after an intensive one week's treatment, mm. or whatever it was, <laughs> depending on the timeline of this film. Of this cut sequence. Yeah. Because obviously she's like, you know, doing a bit now, like, now in LA or wherever it is. Uh, no, overseeing the science exchange. She's yeah. not running those buildings. That was a joke. Okay. Um,. She's involved in that program, but no, Shuri's going to still be based there. She's Q. Bucky's been Sebastian Stan has always been relatively bland in this film, but largely they haven't given him a lot to do. Mm. <clears throat> I will say one of the weak, the, probably the weakest part of Black Panther uh, are the the post credit sequence. It just seems to be very, very meh. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, no, I'd go along with that. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Uh, that's commentary. That is also the end of our penultimate uh, episode. We've finished covering the films now, in all but the most sort of for now general terms. That's it. Twenty-five episodes so far, with the twenty-six to go. Social media, folks. Ah, uh, you can find me on Cinematronics on Twitter. You can also find uh, all the old podcasts on the old website at Cinematronics.co.uk. You can find me at the Pasty Kid nineteen seventy six on Twitter. And you can follow us on Twitter at Expect Us to Talk. And you can also find us on Facebook at Do you Expect Us to Talk and also on iTunes and YouTube. Alright, super. Um one to go. Um I can't <gasps> believe we're we're nearly there. Drum roll please. Becca. Becca. Do you expect us to talk for a return with our Marvel Cinematic Universe rankings episode 